Yes. Do we have <laughs> any proficiency? Yeah, we have one up in proficiency, right? Yeah, you're now on the higher tier. Also, we're recording now. Yay. Hey. 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 Um, so, real quick, just want to go through everybody. Tell me what you, what sort of things you got as you leveled up. Oh, I need a look. <laughs> Our proficiency is still plus three, right? Yeah. It went up? Oh, I thought it went up. Uh, level five, I think it oh, went up from two to three. Oh, I was going to say, it's been plus three for a while. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> All I got was another favorite enemy and another terrain. Cool. And you yeah, can speak, you can speak Goblin now, correct? Correct. You sort of retconned it like you were learning it on the boat. <laughs> yeah. Which is still really impressive to and learn then... a language in 11 days as somebody who's been... <laughs> Duolingoing for 136 consecutive days and still can't speak German. Well, it's magic, so <laughs> it's D and D magic. Just, I mean, how else do you, <laughs> do you about, translate levels? Yeah, Shivani, <laughs> how about you? Uh, Shivani received seven additional hit points uh, and a couple new spells, and I think that was it. You can cast second level spells now, right? Well, I could before. Oh. Do you get an extra spell? Uh, I got two new spells, because when you gain a wizard level, you gain two new spells. Huh. Do your fighter levels extra spell count slots. for like, what level of spell you can cast? Every three fighter levels count as one caster level. Okay. So technically, she's a level four caster as a level three wizard, level three fighter. Cool. Glad I don't have to keep track of that. Uh, Amanda, how about you? Um, I got some number of hit points. I'm up to 78. I don't remember what I rolled. Word. You rolled well. Um, I remember that much. And I got fanatical focus reroll, which is if I roll fail a saving throw while I'm raging, I can reroll it. Hmm. So I have to use a new reroll, and I can only do it once per rage. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it makes sense to keep the new result because you failed the first one, so it's not really much of a... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I have to keep that... I have to, I it's can't not keep... like failing at an 8 is different than failing at a 10. Exactly. You fail anyway. <laughs> nice. Um, what about you, Sean? I got a... Um, <clears throat> one more third-level spell. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of... HP, mm-hmm. and I am a blessed healer. Ooh. So when I uh, cast a higher than a first level um, healing spell, first level or higher, first level, yeah, first so level, just not or a higher, cantrip. right? Mm-hmm. I get, I regain HP equal to two plus the spell's level. Nice. When I tell I heal one of you fools, I'll be healing myself. Yeah, a little, a little bit of you're skimming a little off the top for yourself there. <laughs> That's right. Um, also, I was, look, I was looking at your character sheet, Yen, and you've had a feature now for four levels that you've never used and is really good, so I want to make sure you know about it. It's called okay. uh, Preserve Life. As an ag- mm. You can use one of your... You have two channel divinities per day. Usually you use that to turn undead, but what Preserve Life lets you do is uh, you can restore up to 30 hit points among any creatures within 30 feet of you. You don't have to touch them, you don't have to be near them. All you have to do is mm-hmm. see them and then have them be within 30 feet of you. 
uh, and you can split that thirty uh, up, thirty hit points up among among them. You just can't heal them back Perhaps. up up to. Um, you, can, you just can't heal them past half their HP max. So, okay. um, but, that sounds not useful at all. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so it's nice. It's a it's a really good. Um, oh shit! All my allies are close to dead. Have some. Have a bunch of healing, everybody. Have some heals. Here's the juice box. Feel better. Mm-hmm. So just and remember, I think I, remember I that you can do that twice, twice per day. Twice per day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it? Sorry. I think I'm the only one who saw it. Yeah. <laughs> what was your question, Matt? Uh, I just want to double check something. Do, 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 do. Uh, it's twice per short rest for Channel Divinity. Oh. Twice per short rest. So that's a feature you can use twice every fight. Nice. Basically. Unless you're in some I sort of unrestable gauntlet situation. Not that the DM would ever put you in an unrestable gauntlet situation. Alright, well on that note, let's get started. <laughs> Today in D and D, unrestable gauntlet situation. <laughs> Episode sixteen, unrestable gauntlet situation. What's going to happen this time? All right. Uh, or are you recording yourself? You should just name the episode that, and the entire pathway. Regardless of what happens. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. Amani, using every fiber of her willpower, took the rope tethering the dimension and leaped off the airship, activating her flying boots on the way down. As she leaped, though, her blood ran cold as she heard Blas give the order for the Duma to disembark. She turned and watched as the Duma pushed off from the mooring tower and charged up a spell with its spell gun. She feared for the worst, but was surprised to find the airship disappear into thin air and reappear a ways away, heading at full speed towards the capital, its purpose and intent inscrutable to the still airborne Amani. Having managed to avoid a more fatal encounter with the Empire, they quickly made their way back to their ship as Shivani processed the shock of losing her arm. We won't dwell on what she must have felt, my child, but know that losing a part... No. Having a part of yourself taken from you is an incredibly traumatic experience that I can only hope you are able to avoid. Short on options, they decided to come back for Thor later and escape the Empire while they were still able. They pushed themselves to the limit, the four of them doggedly crewing a ship that would have normally have that would normally need thrice as many hands riding the cells. But through sheer determination and a little bit of luck, they made their way across the Trenarian Sea into the port city of Farpool in the country of, of Avolia, a land of rugged lands and fine wines. They made their way ashore, and for the first time since they'd set out from the Undernation, they were in a place where they could easily blend in with a crowd. As they explored this new city, they found themselves at Anandils, a talented artificer, who they commissioned to make Shivani a new arm. Having to wait a few days on its construction, the group set out into the city to see what other wonders it held. Alright, it is the uh, 56th day of year 700. Uh, you guys have just left a shop uh, that sells wizard supplies. Uh, Shivani is coming out with an armful of uh, various inks, 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 and parchments, <laughs> and uh, various <laughs> various magical components. A bag of holding full. A bag of holding full. Well, a bit early I for must... the arm jokes. 
I just thought it was insensitive to put it that way. <laughs> I will, that was not my intent. I don't intent. think Chris even realized that he yeah. had died. No, he didn't realize it. Well, I must say, there's nothing quite like shopping to improve one's mood. Oh, oh, actually, there is something even better. Oh, a spa day for all of us. I think we've earned it. Yes, yes, yes. How does Amani feel about a spa day? <laughs> I don't think Amani knows what a spa day is. I've never heard those words together like that. What is a spa day? Oh, my dear. I mean, just is, come with the, me. You're there's absolutely... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But what's a spa day? <laughs> is that how you are trying to say Saturday? <laughs> Shivani just just reaches out of hand, sort of like g- gesturing for Amani to take take his. <laughs> oh, like hold your hand? Yes. Okay. You were kind of bitchy to me yesterday. I don't know what's going on right now. But I'll hold my, your hand. My dear, <laughs> dear Amani, prepare yourself for an experience that will change your life. And I let go. All right, uh, I believe they said the more well-to-do area of the town was northward. So so this way. And Shivani will start leading everyone towards the bougie area of town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When we get to where we're going, can we also get some food that's not like magically made or mushrooms? Oh, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yeah. So as you uh, let me pull up. So you are actually in the northern part of the city now. The bougie part's kind of to the southeast. Uh, so you. Oh, then we go southeast. Yeah, yeah. I, I figure that's what you meant. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you. Uh, uh, did I put the map for pool? Yeah, okay. So you guys, uh, yeah, as you head down, uh, you pass through, uh, this huge market square in the center of town. Uh, there's this kind of very tall, uh, statue of, uh, it looks to be like some sort of like siren or mermaid, um, in the center of the plaza. Uh, and then, uh, all around it are just these tables and tents and booths. Uh, and it's just this cacophony of uh, bartering and, and uh, people talking and there's like people performing in the streets singing um, you know busking uh, and then the, uh, the smell hits you just this seasoned beautifully cooked skewers of vegetables and meats and uh, spices that you are all completely unfamiliar with but smell intoxicating Amanda, you were muted. No. You're still muted. Is- <laughs> You're still- <laughs> I couldn't find my, my tracer, and I was like, damn it! <laughs> and, uh, like, Looney tunes her way towards the, the food. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, you make your way to this, uh, this, you just kind of follow your nose, um, you, you know, aka the Toucan Sam slash Gandalf method uh, <laughs> and um, you find yourself quickly in front of this uh, flat metal grill uh, there is an ancient looking uh, human woman standing behind it uh, and there's just these uh, just these bowls of vegetables and meats uh, and she says uh, what can I do for you 
Uh, all of it. Not all of it, but one of all of it. Please. She says, uh, first time here. Yes. Yes. We just came from a boat. Ah, yes. That and then before that, there was lots of just mushrooms. And four eating utensils. <laughs> so no mushrooms. One and a half of all of these. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, she actually she actually has like a dizzying like list of items. Like, um, she says, "How about I just make you something? Tell me what you what kind of stuff you like." Giovanni, what kind of stuff do we like? <laughs> I've only ever had mushrooms. Well, in your case, darling, probably many types of meat. Yes, many types of meat, vegetables that do not grow in the ground. <laughs> Ooh, I've had I, I know of bacon, right? I've maybe had it once or twice. You heard of it, yes. You've had, you've maybe had it once or twice, yeah. I asked for bacon. Alright. Just wait, just just and I reach into my pocket and I pull out and put it on the counter. What, what <laughs> just you, whatever this will get us. What what do you put on the counter? I'm sorry, cut up for just like that one. And platinum. Oh. Her eyes grow <laughs> wide. So uh, that's a little excessive, darling. No, no, no. And, and before you can do anything, her hand has reached up, grabbed them, slid them <laughs> around into like a little bag, uh, and she yeah. says, uh, "She says for you, my finest cooking." And she gets the work. No mushrooms. No mushrooms. <laughs> she says, "Any other requests?" You you can put a few uh, all they eat is mushrooms. So stuff that will like, blow their fucking minds. <laughs> Any, all right. She says, uh, uh, "Shivani, do you mention vegetarian stuff?" Or are we getting separate things, or is it just going to be like one tub of food for? No, no. She's gonna she's gonna make separate (laughs) things for each of you. Several dishes. We're trying about lots of different stuff. All right. Uh, Just just vegetables for mine, please. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, she uh, she gets to work. Uh, Her hands become a blur of of uh, assured. Uh, chopping motions that she's done a million times over in her life. Uh, vegetables you you don't recognize and have never seen before uh, start coming out and getting tossed on there. She ladles the sort of sauces on there. There's a loud sizzle. Fire kind of shoots up uh, from the oils as she quickly works. Uh, uh, using She uses spices that you've never seen before. Um, and very quickly, you're all just sort of enchanted by... Uh, just the smell and the sight of all this. Uh, uh, Does and... this place have a name? Nope. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and so uh, she uh, uh, starts a- after like ten minutes or so. She starts kind of assembling the things uh, in these just these little uh, kind of uh, almost like this very thin wooden bowls, and she kind of uh, starts handing them out to you. Uh, just these. Um, uh, it's it, it just these like uh, kind of uh, hodgepodge concoctions that don't look like anything you've seen before, um, but all are on like have like they have like a base of rice at the bottom, uh, and uh, and yours yours Zavani does rice? in fact have like uh, and like it's got like a couple eggs cracked into it and like bacon on the top, uh, and you each take a Me? bite into it and it is amazing. Is unlike anything you've ever eaten before. 
a cornucopia of new sensations on your tongue. Una is food that didn't come from underground. <laughs> or goblins who are trying to kill her. <laughs> I have the Captain Holt reaction to ma- marshmallows. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and I am, I imagine Yin is uh, paying very close attention to what it all tastes like. So is create food and water spells in the future can incorporate more than just mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys spend some time like just eating this food. It's amazing. Uh, uh, she kind of like beams with happiness as she watches your reactions to you eating it. I'm just picturing us like. What's his face in uh, Spider-Man Three with the pie? This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> It's absolutely marvelous, I must say. <laughs> she says, uh, well, come back anytime. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't know what... I don't know what I said to activate Siri, but... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Siri! Oh, goodness. Anywho, alright, so, uh, your belly's full, um... Uh, you proceed through this market. Uh, uh, people like you, people are kind of like hawking things at you um, as you walk through it. Uh, I mean, it's all it's all pretty standard market stuff: uh, fresh vegetables and fruits. And uh, you see people you see people with like kind of like sides of like big sides of cow, which is novel for you. Just these massive slabs of meat that you've never seen before. I like match face. <laughs> um, Imani's going to spend the equivalent of a gold or two on uh, non-perishable foods. Okay, uh, so you get some like uh, some jerkies and some like uh, like gorp uh, and things. What gorp like tremlings? Tremlings. I don't think I would eat gorp. <laughs> I wouldn't eat gorp. Certainly doesn't sound. Gorp is yeah. it's, it's it's good old raisins and peanuts is what it stands for. It's uh, oh trail mix. Sounds like something unfortunate is going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you must defeat the gorp and combat. <laughs> if this mountain you wish to climb, I heard a gorp, and then that was the end of my back seat. <laughs> um, and uh. You as you get near the uh, bougie district, um, you see. Uh, you, why? Why is Siri constantly activating? <laughs> you see. One second. I'm just going to shut that off. <laughs> Give me just one second because I don't know what I'm saying, but it keeps it keeps popping up. Um, Siri wants to play DB. How about? Okay. Uh, is it your earphones? Um, I don't know. Well, I did. I did turn on Hey Siri support for my headphones. Oh god! Every every device just lit up. <laughs> I'm in Siri hell. <laughs> um, 
and so I just shut it off. Okay, I think it'll be fine now. Um, and as okay, so as you get near the end when of the market, when it happened, Chris, there's this look of utter defeat <laughs> that went over your face, <laughs> and it nearly killed me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's great <laughs> as you get near uh, the end of the market um, uh, you see this kind of um, colorfully dressed uh, dragonborn uh, and uh, she is saying something that Una makes your heart leap for joy uh, she's saying chocolate Chocolate, get your chocolate here. I go there fast. <laughs> none of you, the rest of you, I'll, have ever I'll heard of... 40 foot speed. None of the rest of you have ever heard of this chocolate that she speaks of. I lean over to Ian. What's chocolate? Well, I don't really know, but she wouldn't shut up about it uh, for the first three or four months that I knew her, so... <laughs> I think it's some kind of a religious thing for her. <laughs> Sounds like a drug. I go over and I just like pull just a handful out of my coin purse, toss it down. I'm like, some some of everything. <laughs> oh, she says, uh, you are my favorite customer for today. She says, I've been eating that a lot. We uh, really have to teach her what money means. <laughs> I don't think it... It looks like it's addiction to me. Alright, so she pulls out um, several um, of these, like, foil-wrapped bars uh, and sets mm-hmm. them down. Uh, what looks to be just kind of like... Um, it looks just like mud. Just like inch-thick mud that's in, like, a sheet that she kind of cuts in half and sets down in front of Una. Uh, and then she gets four uh, wooden mugs and fills them with this thick, viscous brown liquid and sets them down uh, in front of each Ooh. of you. It looks also, like- four pieces of your fanciest stuff. And uh, she uh, opens up uh, this magically cooled uh, cooler mm. and pulls out four seashell-shaped little truffles. Shivani! I'm standing right here. What? Come here. Here, eat this. And I give it to her. What are you giving to me? Give it to her is more like almost shoves it in your mouth. Yeah. What what, what is this? It's chocolate. Uh, uh, The the dragonborn says, this is chocolate. Have you never had it before? They're not from around here. No. Oh, she says, I wish I had some sort of magical device that could instantly capture your reactions upon tasting it. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. Um, some sort of device where everyone can access it and see what happens. First question: What is this made of? Beans, she says. Beans. She Anything says beans else? that have been ground into a powder, and then she says the uh, she says these have been mixed with a bit of cow's milk. Giovanni, just just try it. Have I ever steered you wrong? And she, in fact, she says, uh, in fact, there's cow's milk in most of these things. <laughs> An explosion of delight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> That's absolutely astonishing. She says, uh, oh, and then the dragonborn kind of scoots the mug over to you. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that that try that. And Uno Dell. It's how hot is it? <laughs> uh, it's hot, Coco. It's actually not too hot, because uh, it's been it's been sitting here for a bit. Drains the entire mug. What about the, okay Oh yeah. my goodness. Yen uh what Yen Amani, what about what do you two do? <laughs> Yen Amani, you must try this. It's fabulous. What are the little seashell looking things? Uh, the the uh, dragonborn says we call them truffles, not to be confused with the mushroom, of course. <laughs> well, at least they're moderately familiar. Uh, I take one and pop it into my mouth. All right, so there's like this hard but tasty like shell, and when you bite into it, there's suddenly like the same material but just like creamy, and it's it is a very good experience. I I imagine. <laughs> Yin, Yin makes just a long, slow noise. <laughs> Involuntary. He has no idea he made that noise. Uh, I do imagine that Imani, she doesn't dislike it, but she's like, oh, that's that's very... Wow. <laughs> Imani do we just- have any concept of what sweetness <laughs> is? Yeah, it's yeah, but it's this is definitely sweeter than anything you've ever tasted in the under under nation. <laughs> Very sweet. She says, "Oh, well, maybe you'd like some of my my coffee instead." And she pours you a different mug <laughs> of a of a less viscous but still very dark brown liquid, and she slides it to you. I, Someone I said Caitlin's magic word. Yeah. Caitlin definitely definitely went, oh, you saucy mate. <laughs> My face said those exact words. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of people like that. I, I don't drink it. It just gives me too much energy. Bounce off the walls. <laughs> yes, we'll definitely keep that away from uh, I, uh, I drink it. I love the bitterness. Unlike real Caitlin, I love it. <laughs> Amani loves the bitterness. Is it is it is it cool enough that I can drink it quickly? Um, yeah, like this is it's like it's like um it's midday at this point, so you get the idea it's probably made this morning, and so it's it's still hot, but not like uh, it's like at a very drinkable temperature. Well, I will drink the whole cup and ask for more. <laughs> Uh, she pours you another cup. Una gave her way more money than all of this costs. So, <laughs> <laughs> how much did I give her? Uh, you tell me. I just I, I told you I just took a handful and fluffed it down. Uh, six <clears throat> uh, six platinum pieces. <laughs> we do need to help her sort out her coins, don't we? <laughs> I mean, she's fully aware of how much everything should cost. She just doesn't give much of a shit. Is she, though? Like, so, is it one of your things that you're not sure you can read? <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing, or did I make that up? No, that's okay. no, no. Una, Una, Una doesn't read super well. But also, um, Una never got really a high enough position in her tribe where she was trusted with money. Yeah. So she's um, not sure how much anything's worth, or not even sure how much the money that she has in her pocket's worth either. So the shopkeeper yeah. she just knows that you give it to people and you get stuff back. <laughs> uh, so the shopkeeper gives you each for your bag of holding two chocolate bars and a quarter pound of fudge. 
Uh, How do you make this? What did you call it? Coffee, she says. Coffee. Yeah. How do you How do you make this? She says, "Wow, you got to." She says, "You got to find coffee beans." She says, uh, "She says they come from the southern part of the country, the southwestern part near the jungle." Mm. Uh, she says, and then uh, then you take the beans and you dry them, and then she says, "Usually you purchase the beans pre-dried." Uh, or and she says you just grind them up and you pour hot water over it and then you find some way of straightening out the uh, out the grinds and there you go you got coffee. Mm. So not something I can do for myself. She says there. She says there. There's uh, blacksmiths here that make devices that'll let you make your own coffee. She says and there's places here that sell you you know, the the beans. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> she says they even have little. They even sell little travel kits that you can take if you're on the road. Campfire That's sets. Amazing. I'm very happy to learn this. She says, "Well, is there anything else? Anything else I can do for you? The lot of you." Around a mouthful of fudge, Luna Rose. You're my favorite person here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she says, well, my name is Zula. Come back anytime. Zula? Mm-hmm. Zula the Chocolatier. <clears throat> you say Zula, I say Zula the Coffee Wizard. <laughs> Zula the Great. Zula the Majestic. <laughs> All right, so uh, with an additional spring and Amani step, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Amani, you realize that like you're like extra focused on like the environment around you. <laughs> um, uh, you uh, you finally make your way out of this market uh, and into. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was gonna. As we're walking, I'm gonna put Tuna aside and, and start talking about coins. What about coins? Uh, well, you see this one, and I show you a platinum. I know how much. Somebody tells me that I need to give them like five platinum. I can give them five platinum, but. You never give anyone more than one of these unless you've argued with them first. But they didn't tell me how much money to give them, so I had to give them money in order to get the stuff I wanted. Okay, one, always ask first what they want. And two, if you're just going to shove coins at someone, make it these, and I hold up the copper. That's a little one, though. Yes. They won't give me the shit that I want for the little one. So you just ask before you give them. No, you got really good stuff, and they give you everything, and then they really like you. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. how about this? How about this though? If you if you give everyone more than they want, eventually you're not going to get what you want. That's not how it's ever worked for me before. <laughs> I'm not going to give you money, and I'm pretty more money. Body's not going to give you money, so you should. You know what? Give him this one, and I hold up the silver. Give him silver instead of platinum. It's still... I'm going to give him this one, and I wave the gold. (sighs) All right. I'm like, money, it's fine. And I pull out, like, two handfuls of gold. This is how much I have right in the middle of the marketplace. (laughs) I 
<laughs> also, give yourself and inspiration for this. Uh, for this order. <laughs> I, I I look towards Shivani to see if I'm going to get any assistance on this. Shivani just shrugs. All right. Uh, uh, he really does live in the moment. <clears throat> okay. Before you give you notice, but we've been having a great time. Fantastic time. I love the coffee. <laughs> but next time, if you want something, ask them what they want before you just give them stuff. See if it works. Just try it once. Try it once and see what happens. I'm not saying change right. friends. Try it once. Okay. Yeah, sure. Cool. All right. <laughs> uh, you guys make it out of this big market um, and into the uh, the noble part of town. Um. And I will ask someone to point us towards the finest day spa in town. Uh, they give you directions. Uh, and you find yourself outside this large uh, this large stucco building um, with uh, kind of like there's just a little bit of like steam coming out the front door and up into the air. Uh, and um, So how is this building a day? <laughs> no, no dear, a day spa. Means you come here, you spend the day, you're pampered, you're taken care of. It's marvelous. The whole day. Well, depending on how you know what sort of services you require, it can take a longer or shorter time. Mm. Um, mm. All right, so uh, do you, do you go into the spa. Uh, it feels uh, much warmer in here than it does outside. Uh, a very uh, pleasant floral smell kind of lingers in the air uh, as you are in this just kind of um, it's actually it's like this purposefully minimalist room there's just like uh, white walls um, a single door uh, and then a little counter uh, standing behind which um, uh, the is, witch st- no, standing behind which standing is behind which oh <laughs> uh, in C&D, you never know. Uh, is, is a um, kind of a uh, uh, very tall, lanky, um, bronze-skinned elf uh, wearing a like a, a fashionable pointy hat uh, with kind of a black uh, shawl, um, and she's she has like a broom that she's holding, and just kind of or they have a broom that they're holding and kind of dusting with. <laughs> Uh, God damn it, And they look up and say, um, Oh, welcome to the White Orchid. Um, uh, do you have a reservation, or is this a walk-in sort of situation? Shivani will strut forward. <coughs> walk-in, darling, if you can fit us in, we'd greatly appreciate it. Oh, of course. The four of you. Yes. Uh, uh, now, no, you're... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we have a variety of enchanting packages. Um, what uh, what level are you looking to... What sort of things are you... How long are you looking to stay? Oh, well, we've been at sea for days and traveling for weeks. Oh, 
your deluxe package, dear. Manicure, pedicure, hot stone massage, um, trim, wax, the whole nine yards. <laughs> oh, what? yes. Uh, we'll open up your pores. There'll be a mud bath. It'll be great. Fabulous. Uh, Una four. leans over to the end and she's like, what's my pores? <laughs> four packages. Uh, and we were told there's a delightful winery nearby. If we could have wine as well. Oh, and um, Yes, a complimentary bottle for each of you. It comes with a deluxe package. Oh, right? oh wine? Do you, have any, do you have any chocolates? <laughs> of course. There'll be chocolates, fruits, and wine with your... And, and, and a selection of cheeses. All Can I have double course. wine? I might double person. Can I have double cheese? Oh, you, you may order additional things, of course, she says. Great, um, great, great. Order whatever you like, lovelies. I'm picking up the tab for this. So. Excellent. Thanks, Shivani. Mm-hmm. What's this place called? The White Orchid? Mm-hmm. The White Orchid. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sets her broom down, uh, and a little uh, little black cat runs in. She pets it. Uh, and, uh, leaning into that, huh? Um, she says my cat she says they say um, uh, his name is uh, is Fuzzball nice Mm. Um, have we ever seen cats yeah you have Beatrice has like a thousand (laughs) Ian was giving away dozens of them Mm -hmm. I had to distribute them distributor. All right, well, <sighs> um, uh, she discreetly tells you, Shivani, that the deluxe package will be ten platinum pieces for each of them. Okay. Um, and, of course, uh, you can settle up any incidentals afterwards. Um, and she says, um, now, we do have um, most of our facilities are group uh, uh, however, if anybody has any modesty issues, of course, we, we do offer uh, separate separate rooms. I think if we could have, say, um, group mani-pedis, that would be fun. Um, but, yes, anything more revealing, perhaps individual rooms. She knows. All right, uh, so you guys are led into a room uh, filled with these very uh, large, ornate, and comfortable chairs. Uh, they have a variety of sizes for different sized creatures. So uh, Una and Yen, they have no problem uh, pulling up a chair for you, you two. Um, and Shivani and Amani, you also have comfortable chairs. Uh, and then, uh, like magic, uh, four people come in. Uh, and start um, much to your confusion and consternation uh, Amani and Yin they start like taking your hands and like looking at your nails and they put your like like they bring in hot water that they start soaking your feet into and Ooh. as uh, as one of the people goes to help remove Una's boots she goes I don't think you want to do that <laughs> uh, and, and, and it's a dwarven no. woman and she's like Oh, surely there's nothing you have under there that I haven't seen. Oh, no, there's little uh, fish. There's, little there's fish. what? There's little fish in there. You put your feet in the little fish. Oh, that's creepy. Uh, no, they eat the dead skin off your feet, dear. It's Wait, what the fuck are you talking? 
That's a real thing. That's apparently apparently they've got those little fish here at this spa. It's a collaborative D and D world. I, I I I hold the reins usually, but sometimes they get taken from me. Uh, <laughs> I, really, I really just wanted to see everyone react to the little fish. Sean, um, you're frozen. Am I? I'm not Sorry. No, not for me. Oh. You're a little choppy. Um, anywho, uh, they they do manage to uh, wrestle your boots off, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then the, even, even the dwarven woman is just you, you like when she gets the boots off. Uh, you do you you see her like very professionally hold back a reaction. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the your feet get put into the water, um, as the uh, and left as, there for a while. As she goes to get like <laughs> the industrial scraper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, what do you guys talk about while all this is? Isn't this just relaxing? Certainly better than laying on the boat. I mean, it's better than the boat, but there's a lot of strangers touching me. You know, Yen, I'm pretty sure they offer dyeing services if you want to try out a different color. Hmm. What's an interesting idea? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh! And then Yin jumps up and runs out the front door. <clears throat> he doesn't take any shoes with him. He'll <laughs> be back. And, <laughs> and just, just wet. Feet slap 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 slap, yeah. slap 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 right out right out the front door, and um, and comes back in a, in a in a minute with um, a, a pattern that he had seen in the um, in the market that he really liked, which is um, just up and down stripes mm-hmm. <laughs> of like of like three different colors. <laughs> and he just comes back and waving it. Can we do this? They nod and they say, "You could have just described that to us. We, we have imaginations." <laughs> I think visuals are nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I, I I don't really know if I could have the ability to describe this. They're called stripes. It's called stripes. <laughs> <laughs> Hush. Enjoy the fishes. All right. So, um, all right. So you guys, uh, uh, after your after your nails, uh, after your nails uh, and feet get pampered and painted, um, you guys are each led into your own individual rooms, uh, uh, where they have you uh, undressed to the level of your own comfort. Una is naked mm-hmm. in like a I mean, second. With, we've all lived on a ship with each other for a while, so I think we're pretty body unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we're in different rooms. So. And uh, so, yeah. And so, uh, uh, of course, this whole time there's wine and cheeses and uh, uh, little chocolates and snacks and things like that. Uh, and then, yeah, like, uh, uh, they kind of like the steam of the room uh, comes up a bit and then uh, full body massages. Um, 
very pampered. Uh, probably very weird for Amani, for actually for everybody but Shivani. Like, but uh, despite your initial trepidation, uh, like you're like, oh, that actually feels pretty good. And these muscles are pretty damn sore <laughs> from running a ship frantically for the last uh, two weeks. Um, and we're uh, still exhausted, so. I imagine we take naps. And there's a little montage here <laughs> of, like, you know, the massages, and then, like, you're all, like, covered in mud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then Una has, like, uh, like, like cucumber slices over her eyes, and, and then she takes one off and eats it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and does that five or six times while the, <laughs> the person keeps replacing them. <laughs> um... Uh, and then, uh, and then, like a few hours later, uh, the four of you are back in that clean, uh, sparse white room uh, with the uh, pointy-headed uh, elven witch. Um, and all of our clothes have been like cleaned. Yeah, in yeah, meantime, like, I'm sure all your clothes have been cleaned and pressed and uh, uh, <laughs> pressed and digitated beyond belief. Um, <laughs> Uh, Una, you're actually a little suspicious of yours because they don't smell like you anymore, which is weird. <laughs> hmm. Uh, they haven't been this clean since I was last home, Mom. Uh, and then, Giovanni, uh, <laughs> you have to pay another ten platinum pieces and in incidentals. Okay. And Yin has about about two or three inch wide stripes from head to toe in black, silver, and purple. <laughs> I just love that we've candy striped the fur bulk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you inspiration for that, Yin. Oh. I like to make an impression. Um, it's uh, definitely and, unique. Uh, and then you guys find yourself back on the uh, the fancy uh, cobbled street as the sky is beginning to turn orange and red and yellow. Uh, Shivani is going to tip um, an extra five platinum. Awesome. Uh, thank you very much. Okay. Well, that was delightful. Oh, it's the first time I feel like myself since we left. So, um, seems like it's starting to get a bit late in the day. I suppose we should look for accommodations. Yeah, probably. Find a, a hotel or an inn we yet? We hadn't yet. No. We hadn't. Okay. I think we should let Servani pick. She knows yeah. what she's doing. We should look for an inn. Okay. All right. Uh, there's a there's a whole bunch. Um, uh, what kind what kind of inn are you looking for? I'm gonna say three and a half stars. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, you um, find a uh, there's an inn like a few blocks uh, from here near the Mary Berry. Actually, you you see uh, just this kind of nondescript looking uh, restaurant with like a colorful sign with like these little. Berries on either side of it. It says the Mary Berry. Um, uh, oh, that's a winery. It's right. the winery, yeah. Uh, 
And right and right near there, um, you find the uh, singing pixie, uh, which is a kind of an upscalish uh, tavern slash inn. Get uh, rooms, then go get drunk. <laughs> Sounds like a good evening. I know you like your wine, Giovanni. <laughs> Speaking of wine, I'm going to go grab some more. All right, do you head in? Yes, we do. All right, so you head in. There's a little bell above the door. Um, uh, As you, uh, there's, um, let's like a quiet murmur as there's these sort of private tables all spread out across a rather spacious front room uh you see you hear like the low murmurs of conversation uh and people kind of eating what looks to be some sort of dinner food uh uh there's a uh sort of a uh it's a uh, it's definitely a bar there's like spirits behind it but there's no seats in front of it um uh and there's a kind of a uh stout uh dwarven woman there kind of polishing it Shivani will walk up to the the uh, to the bar. Good evening. Uh, my companions and I were looking for accommodation. Oh, she says, um, "You've come to the right place." She says, "The Singing Pixie is the one of the finest inns in in all of Farpool." Uh, she says, four private rooms." Then, yes, please. Unless any of you would like to share. Nope. Four private rooms, I think. You've got enough to get on, yourself on, the, on the ship. All right, she yeah. says. Uh, uh, she says uh, uh, the inn room, of course, comes with um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, if you so choose. Uh, uh, she says. Um, she says drinks are, of course, extra. Uh, she says it's two gold pieces per night per room, so that'd be eight gold pieces uh, per night. How many nights do you wish to stay? How many nights do we wish to stay? How long until you get your arms? Five days. Five days. Yeah, let's just let's just make it a week. Yeah. All right. A week for each room, so that'd be fourteen gold each. Yeah. Okay. Pay up. I like to adjust the math for me. I know. (laughs) Fourteen. Remove. Bam. (laughs) All right. So, um. Uh, you guys give her the gold pieces. Um, she uh, mm-hmm. she uh, puts opens up a drawer, puts the money in there, uh, pulls out a pad of paper, uh, writes each of you a receipt, um, and then pulls out kind of this ornate looking silver key. Goes up to, uh, goes up to the uh, bar, kind of opens this box, and then pulls out four more keys uh, that she hands the one to each of you. Uh, uh, she says, "You're in rooms." Uh, seven through eleven. Seven, eight, nine, ten. No, seven through ten. <laughs> Math. <laughs> Marvelous. <sighs> um, she says, "Now, uh, we will expect the key back upon your departure." She says, "If you lose the key, she says, of course we'll have to charge you for replacing the locks." She says, "I wish I didn't have to tell you this, but it happens more than you think." Hmm. Right. Don't lose the key. 
will be responsible. You needn't worry. Uh, and it looks like dinner is being served at the moment? She says correct. Uh, she says, um, uh, for dinner this evening, um, she says our main course uh, is roast lamb with, uh, Ooh, with a, um, a potato and leek soup, fresh baked bread, and a salad of greens that uh, we clipped from our own garden this evening. Sounds marvelous. We were also interested in the, the vineyard next door. Do they have a restaurant? The Mary Berry, yes, of course. Ah, oh, fantastic. I think we were planning on dining there this evening. She says, that is your choice? Sounds good. I'm not really into lamb. I'm good. All right. Thank you again, and I suppose we are off to the vineyard to get boozy. Uh, can we drop, drop some of our stuff off in our room? Yeah. Change. I'm going to take off my plate armor. Just wear, like, regular clothes. <clears throat> and then we're attacked by vine monsters. No! <laughs> my AC! <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alright, so, uh, you guys walk over to uh, the Mary Berry. Um, You walk in, uh, uh, and there's a large, uh, it's it's got, so half of it's like this sort of loungy area, it's got like lots of uh, cushiony seats, uh, kind of like, and these little like pods where people can like sit and talk to each other, Uh, and then on the other side it's got... um, kind of more of a formal, like, dining setting. Uh, it's actually fairly busy. Um, you get the idea that it's probably about 70% full. Ooh, conversation pods. Mm-hmm. I think Yin is un consciously just gaping around. This. And all the finery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 is, it, is, it is very fine. Uh, it does have this sort of stucco exterior, like everything here. Um, but the inside is uh, very finely apportioned. Um, a lot of like red, red velvet, um, and sort of uh, uh, there's like a kind of a crystal chandelier uh, that's got a bunch of candles on it. Um, a, uh, a a busy looking uh, human man comes up uh, and says, uh, four of you." Four, yes. Yes. Um, how much platinum do you want for food and wine? And then she turns to money and weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that will depend, of course, on the amount of food and wine you wish to consume. Much of it. Uh, yeah. Yes, I think uh, we'll take a, a look at the menu once we're seated, Una. Mm-hmm. Forgive okay. her. She's, she's well, from... More rural circumstances. So, uh, yes, a table for four. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gestures. He, he, yeah, he says, "Lounge or or table." Wow. Uh, I think a table. Damn it! Table. <laughs> All right. So you uh, sits so the four of you at ta- a table. Uh, very nice wooden chairs, um, and hands you a list of wines they have. Uh, the prices rate prices range from. Uh, a gold piece per bottle, uh, all the way up to ten platinum pieces. Uh, and the ones that are ten platinum pieces have like 
um, you know, kind of fancy names and numbers after them. Uh, is there also like a meal menu, food menu? Yes. Uh, there's okay. like, uh, and it's it's all like uh, it's all very fine food. Well, beyond uh, some of it, you guys don't even know what it means. It's, so there's like baked chicken with ginger and wheat bread, uh, whole sea bass and dried watercress, steamed lamb and barley biscuits, boiled eggs and dried artichoke, steamed duck what? and dried date. What menu did you look up, Chris? <laughs> 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 uh, and and then there's also like um, you know salads and uh, um, things of that nature. Okay. Uh, so I imagine we will all order dinner, and if there's a sommelier who can recommend good pairings, mm-hmm. and I'll ask him what are the numbers after the after the titles of the, of the wine. Those are the years they were laid down. Are the numbers close to what we think of as the years? Uh, one of them is like 1683. <laughs> okay. Um, but then there's another uh, one. Are they close to what I think of as years? Um, uh, one of them is like 2311. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's another one that's like 678. So. Anybody's guess? Yeah. Well, we may we may ask them to explain the calendar around here at some point. I would like the sea bass and then also the duck and whatever wine goes best to both of them. All right, he uh, he offers you some appropriate uh, appropriate wines uh, and says that will be. He says if you wanted it in platinum, he says that'd be one platinum piece. And they're leaving the whole bottles here, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I think, I think I'll have this one here that, that sounds interesting. The cheesed burger. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is a kid's menu? Is that only for young lambs? <laughs> you mean goats? <laughs> uh, um. I just point to one. Seven seven foot two multicolored stripes. <laughs> yes. Um, he says yes. Um, quite, uh, and you get a cheeseburger and fries, <laughs> and, and 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 two bottles of wine, please. He says, unfortunately, we don't have a good pairing for that. Uh, he says, dealer. He says, shall I just bring you anything? Yes, please. Bring him a red one. Right. Uh, I get really pretty red. So, uh, five gold pieces for you, Yen. Uh, Shivani, ten gold pieces for whatever you get, because you probably get something fancy. Shivani will order a couscous salad with grilled aubergine steak, mm-hmm. pine nuts, and mm-hmm. mozzarella, and a balsamic glaze. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they pair that with a dry white. <laughs> um, and Amani, you just point at something. Yep. It's quite good. Um, you know, it lacks the it lacks the charm of the uh, street food you ate earlier today, but like the uh, like the uh, skill involved in it is also very apparent, though. So it's very good. <laughs> and whatever those sweetbreads are, they must be pretty good. <laughs> they bring each of you a complimentary um, 
ball of fried dough that has been dipped in a cinnamon sugar mixture. Hmm. <clears throat> Excellent. Um, yeah, so the wine's very good. Uh, so what what sort of things do you talk about as you uh, as you have this very fancy dinner? Um, well, I suppose we should discuss our plans going forward. I know we'll be staying here for a few days while uh, uh, my little uh, appendage is being taken care of. But um, beyond that, I mean, we have some larger concerns that still need tending. Oh, everybody froze. Can you hear us? Hmm. Can you hear me? Nope, she's just... Uh-uh. She's gone. She's probably disconnecting and reconnecting. Yeah. Can you hear Are us? Are you guys back? Yeah, we're, we're all Can here. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. So I missed everything at, right at the That's beginning right. of your- um, so we have some larger concerns we need to start thinking about. Um, what concerns? Well, I say uh, around like an entire fistful of duck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys also like people. We also need to teach her about utensils. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that to you. Yes. Mm. So uh, we have the matter of our entire nation being surrounded by a. Hostile foreign power with no necess- no noble means of escape. That needs to be addressed. There's the fact that we are wanted criminals, possibly being pursued still by the Kamenova Empire. There is the fate of Captain Thora to consider. I'm sure she would like her freedom and her ship back at some point. So, how are we going to about going to go about uh, solving these problems? Well, I think we'll need. We'll need maps, and we'll need sailors, at least at the start. No, I think I think figuring out our people's problem is actually the easiest because it's only ten thousand gold to get a um, a stone of stone of teleporting thing, magical stick. Um, so if we can find a place for our people to go, she said it could be used once a day. It'll take some time, but that's fine. We've been waiting seven hundred years already. How many people are in the Ender Nation? Uh, (laughs) Give me half a second. I will tell you. Uh, Just proceed, though, as if it's like a couple thousand. (laughs) But but where do we put them? Oh, okay. Well, we've got to figure that out, yeah. Yeah, That is the other half of the problem. We need to find a new homeland, and that's where I thought the, the maps might come in handy, because... Did you work we can look for areas where oh, okay. our people could have room to grow. That's fine. Well, shouldn't we just ask the locals? Like, surely there's some sort of local governmental. Or we'll thing. do that too. Yeah. We just have them tell us where is not. Amanda, are you okay? Yeah, I just painted my nails and I'm drying. Ah, okay. <laughs> um. It was either that or you ate something spicy. Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking about something the other day. What was that, Una? I was thinking about that big old firewall. Hmm. Rude. Rude? Rude that they put up a wall of fire. How do we know who put it up? 
and what the purpose of it is. I thought the Empress told us that it was to keep us in. Yeah, I think she told was us. It? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I only paid like half a sentence to her. That's the moment. Oh, she made me forget. True. That was really rude. Chris, <laughs> is that true? That um, she said that she put the firewall up? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking through my notes <laughs> to remember exactly what she said. At the moment, at least, it's serving two purposes. It's keeping our people in. It's also keeping their people out. Yeah. So. But, I mean, as soon as we came out from under the mountain, she knew where we were and, and wanted us underneath the mountain only. So our people can't even make a life above the mountain there because she's going to chase them down and kill them. Well, she wouldn't kill them. She would just imprison them civilly to their deaths. She'd probably kill them. She just kind of out with space. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt's mean. Huh? Easy. <laughs> Sorry. That's nah, all right. <laughs> it just looks good. That's all. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that should we gather between all three of us, four, four of us, um, gather together 10,000 gold and set it aside so that when we're ready, we can purchase the teleportation stone? Bad idea. Yeah. So it was. It might be a little. <laughs> might be a little premature to be doing that. Yeah, we have no idea where we're going to put people. I mean, it's twenty. Yeah. Why don't we put it aside now? So if we do fall on hard times, we don't accidentally spend it. Or we can spend it and then make more. <laughs> the Uda approach. <laughs> yeah. So question, Chris. Mm-hmm. Was the stone only good for one creature to use? Or was it eight? No, it's the, it's the it's I believe the creature and one additional creature. What? The so teleportation spell is eight creatures. Holy crap. Let me, let me So that's look. like useless, because it'd take yeah. us decades to get everyone out. No, no. A few years. Yeah. Well, we could go visit. Oh, no, it's you and up to eight, so... Okay, so. that's what I thought. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was looking, I think I, I was looking at, confusing it with another magic item that teleports. Did you figure out how many people are in the Undernation? Uh, it's approximately, like, 2,200. Oh, that's easy. So it'd take us almost so. a year to get everyone out in groups of eight. Honestly, it might not be bad just to have that item at our disposal. Yeah, I mean, it's so. it's fixed, so it's only two points. So I think the first thing we need to do is... Um, I just want to point? point out that buying it early, I apparently can't teleport anywhere. Right. So I wouldn't be able to use it. Well, only one of us would go... Was it that you can't teleport anywhere or you can't teleport home? I don't know. Well, we can get an answer to that question. Mm. This is true. 
<clears throat> What's the thing called again? Conch of teleportation. That's right, I forgot it was a conch. <clears throat> I think we're going to flavor it as not a conch, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the conch technically only point. goes to one location, um, but I'm willing to have this stone go between two. It's fine. Oh, I see. That's fine. But it's fixed at both ends. Fixed at both ends, yeah. Yeah. So we'll need to find where we're going before we. Yeah. Before we do it. Or we may be able to buy it and then set it once we get find the place that we want to go. I think we should, I, I agree, Shivani, I think we should actually go ahead and get it in advance if not. I think it'd be quite I, useful. Yeah, decide later what the, the this side point will be. Well, you have no, to, that's the one problem, is when you make it, you have to decide at that point. Okay, so I didn't know that. So then we do have well, to find a place first. Yeah. Okay. okay. Whatever you guys want to do, I'm just along for the ride. So, in terms <laughs> of Finding a, a new place, should we <clears throat> perhaps parlay with local government officials, I think someone suggested? I think that's a good start. We can find out where they really don't want us. You know, if they're aggressive about it, we can just knock that off the list immediately. There's always frost giant land. There's always yeah. what? Frost giant land? Nah. Oh, where'd Sean go? Oh, there he is. I'm here. I mean, we don't want to sound all that hospitable. Yeah. We don't want to have to That's fight. Yeah, we don't want to land our people in a life or death situation. I mean, if we wanted to fight, we could just come out and come out where we are. So. Yeah, right, and take on the Goblin Nation. Yeah. How do we find it? You could also hire an army. In order to drive the people out to boats and hire boats, bring them wherever you're going, everyone out at once. So, I don't know if we really want to hire an invasion force. Yeah, people would definitely die in that in- endeavor. Just, you know, some mercenaries to guard you on the way out. Some mercenaries? Do you have a company in mind? Well, yes, I do. <laughs> are, there, are there elephants? No, there's no elephants. <sighs> I was told there would be elements. Damn it. Sean. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what the fuck was the point of that? Lie. <laughs> she wanted elephants. They're more I impressive. Know, I think in nothing. the book there are elephants. They're lampshading uh, that. That would be my only guess. I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. Game of Thrones. Uh, And how everything at the ending is a disappointment. (laughs) Including to the characters. Well, let's focus on things that are hopefully not disappointments, which is this campaign. So. Yes, Sean. (laughs) But I think think you're right. The local government will tell us if there's nations in the area that are looking for emigres or if there's unclaimed land, we can just establishes our own nation. Shivani, what do you think? Do you think our people are interested in becoming part of another nation? Or is it really important that we build our own nation and our own borders? 
Well, from my understanding, which admittedly is limited to what uh, materials we were able to take into the Indonesian with us, 2,000 is quite small for a nation. Uh, in fact, I think this city might have a larger population than the entirety of the Indonesian. Uh, um, so, it may be better for us to immigrate into another uh, another country. I'd also like to point out from uh, my experience in the world that there really isn't such thing as unclaimed land. I'm curious, though, uh, Imani. Uh, why won't your videos work? This is really dumb. Because your computer's fucked up. Oh. Am I working now? You no. are now, but now Amanda drops. Amanda left, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, maybe we'll try Zoom. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious, Imani. Uh, your people are responsible for guarding the rift that is in the Undernation. If the rest of the Undernation were to leave, would your tribe be able to go? Well, um, that's why I'm hoping after everything is done com- and completed, my family can make a case for that teleportation stone. No one else has any other reason to go back to the Undernation. There's nothing valuable there other than the gate. So, we could also just try to close the gate permanently. That's true. Wasn't there a thing with the lady in the skull place? It's not permanent. Hmm. We could also just try destroying it. Yeah. Well, if we just put a bunch of big, heavy rocks on top of it, that's a permanent (laughs) overview. I mean. They do have a giant firewall. <laughs> so any of the shamblers that get out would be crispy critters. That's true. They can just hang out on the mountain. My family and I will make a decision when the time comes. Well. I vote big rocks. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, uh, very well. Uh, I suppose our order of business for tomorrow should be um, oh my to see if we can find uh, some manner of of local regents to to discuss the the immigration of our people uh, also perhaps uh, looking into um, see if there's anyone of more arcane uh, learning or understanding who might be able to find out what this this curse you're suffering from una is all about or who might know more about this this um, gateway to the Shadowfell that your family is responsible for? Uh, what? Um, what? Sharing it with strangers makes me strangely uncomfortable. You literally talked about it to like the third person we ever met. We also now know it's not the only one. Well, yeah, one, it's not the only one. And two, I only know 2,000 people. The world is much bigger than I realized. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's probably what tons of people know about. What's that? I said, honestly, it's probably something tons of people know about. I mean, if that's the case, it'll be fascinating. 
Although I haven't felt it again since that one, so we'll see. Well, we've only been to one other place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really convenient. Hmm. <laughs> Skull Hill Ocean here. What if it's just, like, between Skull Hill and the Ender Nation, and Skull Hill is just sending a lot of demons in, and she lied to you the whole time? Um... I don't think um, she was lying, like, right, Chris? You didn't get that impression. A portal from one side to the other. Though maybe They're she's just slowly. a really good liar. I <laughs> I love it when you do that. <laughs> no, but no, you, you decidedly got the impression. Mm-hmm. You, no, you have no reason to doubt her. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, so, and I don't, I don't mean to exclude you, Yen. Do you have any sort of pressing personal quest that you need attended to? No, I think holding, it, finding our a, na- a new home for our nation is the number one concern. Very good. So that's tomorrow. What else are we doing tonight? <laughs> Shivani raises her wine glass. <laughs> Let's move to the like the bar area instead of the food area, because I as much as I appreciate y'all. We are just on a boat with just each other for a very long time. Does Una need a nightclub? <laughs> Una needs to meet some people. Moon is a social butterfly. <laughs> Alright, so you guys move over to the lounge area? Yeah. Uh, you guys get you guys get your own little pod that you can sit in, but of course there's little there's people mingling in the middle. And it's just wine at the bar? Uh no, they have other spirits as well. Uh wine's what they're best known for. And it goes up to the bar and orders around for the entire bar. Of what? Oh. Something yummy. <laughs> Wine or liquor or. Liquor. Alright. Uh, that'll be. And she goes up and she goes, hey, everyone! Everyone. Nice drinks on me. Everyone, uh, everyone looks at you kind of processes what you say, and then there's just this loud cheer that goes up. Everyone's like, huzzah! <laughs> We're new in town. Come say hi! And I go back to the other guys. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, my, I, don't, I don't know about Yin's, but my social anxiety just left the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so people, people start kind of like rushing up to the bar, um, ordering <clears> drinks. <throat> uh, there's kind of a flurry of activity um and uh this uh this tall um well dressed woman uh human kind of comes up to you uh una uh she's got she's dressed in what appears to be uh, a fine outfit though uh uh she's got like real rough hands on very like tan skin uh and she extends a hand to you. Um, I shake? Is this what we do? Shake hands? I assume. 
She nods. <laughs> That's what you do. Um, she says... I haven't uh, been here before. She says, uh, my name's, uh, Captain Jin Shai. Uh, Captain, you say? Mm-hmm. She says, oh, you can call me Kinnon. Kinnon. She's quite, quite the first impression you and your lot have made. Luna's still trying to figure out how Kinnon is short for Captain Jin Shai. She says, that's my, that's my first name. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, we're new in town, and we came off a boat where we we're the only four people here, so we wanted to meet people and meet people fast. She says four people. She says, um, were you piloting some sort of schooner or a dinghy? <laughs> no, it's kind of big. We lost uh, most of the crew, and oh. yeah. She says a tragedy. It was. Yep. It was she, very sad. She kind of looks over, kind of looks at each of you, kind of up and down. She says, "And what port do you sail from?" Well, I guess we're actually we're actually seeking one right now. <laughs> so we met the captain, and we're like, "Hey, can we?" be on your boat and do stuff with you. And she's like, sure. I forget where she came from originally, but we just kind of joined up part way through. And then everyone died. Valdeheim. And then everyone died. Now we're here. She says, Valdeheim. She says, what was the name of the captain? Thora. Joe. Roll me a deception check with disadvantage, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was really good at deception. Where is deception? There it is. Ten. She says, "You, you, uh." You you came a she says you were on Captain Thora's ship. Yes. She says the Dragon's mm-hmm. Fury. Yes, are you a friend of hers? I have a lot of names. <laughs> she says, of course she does. She says, uh she kinda takes her head off for a second. She says, Is is Thora dead? No, she we got don't kidnapped. Know. She, she was well, arrested. Last time we talked to her, she was fine. She was arrested by the Kamenova Empire. Yes. Mm-hmm. She uh, puts her hat back on and just kind of looks at this side and says, fuck. What's so up? you were an acquaintance of hers. Yeah. She says, you, you could describe me as such, yes. She says, oh. uh, occasional business partner, oh. occasional partner. Oh, interesting. Um, she says, uh, she says we, we would occasionally find ourselves in the same port city. Yeah, we uh, dealt with some shit from these guys in a skyboat. She says she she has quite the reputation. She says she's one of the best runners in the entire Obsidian Rim. Yeah, we tried to go get her. Uh, We got thoroughly spanked. Shivani there lost her arm. And now we're just hoping to get strong enough to go back and help her. 
She says, um, "Do I believe what this this captain is saying that she was a friend of Thora's?" Roll me an insight check. Can I roll that as well? Absolutely. I'm going to use my inspiration because I rolled a one. That's better. I will roll insight as well. Uh, Thirteen. I will. Ooh. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, oh man. Who got the highest? Not me. Again. Twenty. Twenty. She seems to believe what she's saying. And do I? Uh, do we know what the obsidian rim is? You don't. You can always ask follow up questions. That's that's a, an ability well, you all have. <laughs> I just I just wanted to make, I wanted to make sure that this wasn't Sean forgetting it. No. <laughs> yeah, I honestly thought it was something that we knew. <laughs> yeah. I just what's uh, if you don't mind what what's the obsidian rim? Uh, she holds up her hand. Uh, she says, "Imagine this is the Trinarian Sea." She says, "You know what the Trinarian Sea is, yes?" No. Very small. She says, the, "She says, what? Did you grow up in a hole?" She says, "Yes, yeah, they did. Absolutely, yes. Big old hole, lots of mushrooms." She cocks an eyebrow and says, "We'll come back to that." She says, <laughs> "This is the Trinarian Sea." She says, uh, "If you came from the Carmino Empire, it's the sea you just crossed." She says, "Here." Oh. She says, "Here." Is Avolia? She says, "If this, this is where we're at now." She says, mm-hmm. "Here's the giant lands. Here's Valdeheim, Carmenova, Fidelia, Rederva. That's where I'm from. Castellanter, Locana." She says, "These, uh, she says, these nations. She says, um, all are known for their volcanic activity." So she says, "So many people call it the Obsidian Rim." And everybody. Ah, oh. everyone can still hear me, oh. right? Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hear we hear or were we just listening? Uh, oh my god! Why is it? Ah, uh. nobody's frozen for me. That's fine. I, I, I everyone just, is frozen. As long as if we can hear each other, it's fine. She says, "Um, yeah." She says, "Anyway, she says this this collection of nations on the Trinarian Sea is colloquially known as the Obsidian Rim for for the volcanic reasons." I see. I don't get it. She says volcanoes, she says when they erupt, produce lava. Yes. And lava produces obsidian. It's a black, glass-like rock. Oh, okay. Nope. I think we just lost Chris. No, I just turned my camera off at all. So, Captain, you seem like someone who is well-traveled in this area of the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know of any lands that are hospitable and inviting, yet not currently claimed by any particular kingdom? Um, <laughs> she says, well, there's there's much unclaimed land in Osterta and Vierta, uh, she says. But um, hospitable, that's, that is the rub. Because, of course, everybody, all the lands that are hospitable already have people in them. She says, Would it be hospitable to people who grew up in a hole? <laughs> she says, south of Castellanter and Rederva, she says, is a massive desert. She says, Where's that on the hand? Um, she says, down here. Rederva is the little orange circle? I... Let me go to the map. Where are you guys at there? Oh, man. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, that's Rodarius. The smallest one? No, not the smallest one, the second smallest one? Yeah, this yeah. The one I just accidentally moved is Rodarius. Whoops. Oh, oh the smallest one. Okay. What place would have the most whole-like atmosphere? <laughs> she says, no, she, no, she says in between... Um, I want you guys to feel at home! <laughs> you can feel at home in the sky, too. Uh, oh, let me put on the borders for Avolia here. Let me kind of go... Like... Like this. There are only so many changes people can be expected to make for in a short period of time. She says now, uh, she says now between Avolia and Lacana, she says there's a massive rainforest that is not currently occupied by any nation that I'm aware of. She says, however, there are large, incredibly large, one might say gargantuanly large, uh, reptile beasts there. Um, how do you think, um, the surrounding nations feel about immigrants? She says, well, uh, she says, uh, I wish I could say that every, every nation was enlightened, but of course we all know that's not necessarily the case. Uh, some are absolute dumpster fires, especially mm-hmm. now. Um, uh, she says, uh, um, she says, uh, Voldia is a little more laid back. She says, um, Valdeheim is very tribal. Uh, you probably wouldn't want to go there. She says, um, Locana is more of a confederacy, she says, of multiple nations that kind of unite as one. Um, she says, so, you know, perhaps that might not, but may not be a bad place, um, she says, uh, Castellanter and Riderva, she says, uh, uh, they're, they're on the smaller side, um, she says, and their resources are a bit more constrained. So, probably, unless, unless you're bringing in, um, uh, unless you're bringing in something, you know, that, that would be a good offer for them, that's probably not the best place to go. Hmm. So it sounds like maybe Avolia is the best option. What's her name again? I missed it. Um, she says, my name, darling. Uh, well, I wasn't asking in character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did she give it to us? Yeah, uh, yeah, she yeah, it yeah to her us. name is Captain Kinnon Janshai. Thank you. Uh, K-I-N-N-O-N <laughs> space J-A-N-S-H-A-I. Our, our characters are nowhere near as terrible at peopling as we are. Right? Uh, <laughs> well, Uno might be. But. I have a charisma of, like, nada. <laughs> oh, plus one. <laughs> You're just used to having a charisma of uh, m- much higher. Yeah. Yeah, I'm usually having a charisma of, like, 20. <sighs> Has, has any of us offered her a seat yet? Uh, you're all standing. This is like kind of like in the, oh. ming- in the mingle zone. Oh, okay. The mingle zone. The mingle zone. Do <laughs> you have your own boat? She says, yes, my, own, bo- my own boat and my own crew. How do you go about getting a crew? Uh, she says, you hire them? Well, like where? She says, down by the docks is a good place to start. 
file that away for use for future Una. She says, whatever you do, though, just don't poach. And she says, you will not make enemies quicker than if you buy, if you poach someone, a good crew member from somebody. You don't sound like a good crew member for, for poaching. Mm-hmm. Although money is money. Yeah. Would you up, Would you be up for uh, perhaps doing some contract work and hiring us a crew as, a, as an experienced captain? You'd know better than us what skills we're looking for. She says, um, well, she says, um, uh, let me consider that for a second. Uh, you mind, guys, I, I'm going to run to the restroom real quick. Uh, cool. I'll come back and she'll give you an answer. So, let's, let's take five. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Captain Jen Shai says, um, Sorry about that. I had to use the restroom really quick. Uh, <laughs> it's all that free wine. It's all the wine, dear, yes. Yes. Um, she says, um, well, I will be in port for a few days, she says. So, um, yeah, I would say for 50 gold pieces, she says, I could walk you through how to evaluate and hire a crew and get you set up with a crew. She says to run the fury. I think that sounds eminently reasonable, and it's much less than we spent on chocolate today, so I appreciate it. <laughs> How about half now, and uh, you come by come by our rooms tomorrow and, and walk us through everything? She says, you can pay me tomorrow. It's fine. Okay. Sounds good. I'm going to go ahead and take the gold off now, though, so I don't forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you going to cover all of it? Yes. Okay. Uh, she says, uh, "Yes, I will be back here tomorrow at the uh, sixth bell." Um, Sounds right. She says, uh, "Well, it was a pleasure meeting a lot of you, though I wish it was under better circumstances." And uh, yeah, Thora captured by the Carmenova Empire. She says that's a nightmare scenario. Yeah, I think the whole Carmenova Empire is really a nightmare scenario. Accurate. We are we are hoping to rescue her if, if you would like any part in that operation. We don't have any. Or you know anyone? <laughs> yeah, anyone else who'd be interested in order to bolster our numbers? Because four did not work. No. Yeah. No. What do you mean four did not work? I mean, like yeah. I said, we got spate and Giovanni lost her arm. We tried to rescue her, but uh, where, where did you try to rescue her from? The Duma uh, of Winter. Her eyes yeah. go wide. She says, the four of you... Okay. She says, well, uh, you certainly don't lack in bravery. Well, I think we lack more in brains than we do. We were new. We're new there. It's yeah. very new to the above world. <laughs> oh, yes, that reminds me. She says, what? You, you lived in a hole? Under a mountain. Big ol' hole. We come from the Under Nation. We reside beneath a mountain on the the uh, continent of Fungara. <clears throat> Funagra. And we're searching for another home for our people. As it turns out, there's actually an evil empire on top of us. Mm-hmm. 
and they want shit all to do with Yeah, she says mm-hmm. the Carmenova Empire is quite hostile to non non goblinoid or draconian race or kobold races. Also their Empress is entirely full of shit. They're what? They're Empress. The Empress? She says, I'm pretty um, sure the Empress doesn't exist. It's just a figurehead. She says, uh, they, no. they claim that she's like 700 years old or something like that. We met her. She's we real. Her. You yeah. met the Empress of the Carmenova Empire. Well, so yeah, we had to sue her. She's a flaming asshole. I think she's a dragon. She'd tell me things and then she'd make me forget them. Well, she says, um, she says, you've, uh, you've met the Empress of the Carmenova Empire, um, you, uh, you come from a hole in the ground, you attacked the Duma of Winter and survived to tell about it, she says, uh, either you're full of shit or you're, or, very unlucky, or very lucky, one might say destiny touched or something. I don't know. Uh, I think we're just protagonists. protagonists. <laughs> um, you would think that, Giovanni. Well, and actually, while while we've uh, while we're chatting, do you know anybody that's really good at teleportation? My friend has a has a bit of a problem where she yeah, can't teleport. Yeah, do you know anywhere. how far we are from Sidious? Uh, she says, Sujerus, um, she says that's over in the Aristica continent, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, child, you are so far from there. But not in a hole, so that's a step better. <laughs> uh, she says, Aristica, she says the, the eastern part of Aristica is practically on the other side of the world from here. Fun. <laughs> Do you know anyone who's been there? Damn it to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, other than Una. <laughs> she says somebody that's made the long haul to the eastern portion of Erstica, she says. She says, I'm sure there are some Valdeheimers who've been. Uh, she says, um, Western Valdeheim is. Uh, pretty much your best bet of getting the Aristica from here. Okay. Uh, this fucking sucks. Are we all still frozen? No, now it's just black screens. Huh. Hmm. You want us to re-hit ourselves? Now Sean and Matt are back. Yeah, just so. restart your camera. Uh, anytime that goes weird, that seems to fix it. Okay. Turn it off, turn it back on. Oh no! Um, Who would have thought? She says, "I can, I can ask around." She says, uh, "the the sailing community is somewhat close knit." She says, "at least at least among the captains." She says, "there's not a whole lot of us." Well, we'd certainly appreciate it. Yes, definitely. Uh, I was going to ask them. Oh, says, and I forgot because we got distracted by cameras. <laughs> uh, she says, well, then I will see you all on the morrow. Six bell. Yes. Sounds good. See you then. Lovely. 
She walks off. Um, Una. As she walks away, what? Oh, God. Oh. I was going to say, as she walks away, Una yells to the crowd, Does anyone know anything about teleportation? Uh, everyone kind of raises their glass of their freshly purchased drinks from you, and they all just kind of cheer, but you get the idea that no one actually knows about no. Um, which, which brings me to the second thing I was just going to say. Uh, a bartender walks over to you discreetly, Una, and says, um, uh, the rounds, uh, that'll be uh, yes. t- ten platinum pieces. I give him the money. He kind of he takes he takes okay. the places and he kind of stands there expectantly for a moment with his other hand out, sort of like, not like out but kind of like in a. <clears throat> I give him a high five. <laughs> no, I did it. I was like, oh, I'm not done. I was gonna tip you after I close out the whole tab. Quite me. He uh, he walks back to the bar with the money. <laughs> Well, seeing we've got that sorted, I've had a <laughs> considerable amount of wine. I think I'm ready to call it an evening. Cool. Good night. Yeah. Yen, so. you gonna stay out? I think I'll, I think I'll stay out and, and keep an eye, hang out with you for a while. Sounds good. Alright, so. Uh, I'll be moderate in my drinking just to keep an eye on Una. Why do you have to babysit me? I am a grown adult woman. <laughs> Who spent ten platinum pieces for chocolate. uh for chocolates. Which and is street food. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so uh Amani and Shivani, you guys head to your rooms. They're very they're, they're actually very nice. Mm. Very comfy beds. Uh there's like a little bureau to put uh with a safe in it to put your effects oh. into. Um uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, yep. Um, Before Shivani goes to bed, she will, of course, summon Rupert to turn down the bed and help her get changed into her, her nightgown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she will also uh, cast Find Familiar and resummon Adesh as an owl. Mm-hmm. Yay! Uh, After drinking a little bit more with Ian, um, are there any individuals in the room who strike Una's fancy? Yeah, several. What one's the best? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, don't forget, we're, we also still have a level of exhaustion. So, I'm just, I'm just wondering what effect that would have on the drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, right, um, anyone near the bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. One person or many people? There's like, uh, there's two. Not like next to each other, just, but there's like two fancy people at the bar. Alright, we're gonna go up to the one on the left. Alright, um, <laughs> uh, he is a tall, uh, muscular looking, like, half-orc. Uh, but he's cool. dressed with like, he's got like a very fanciful vest on. Uh, with like a gold chain that it goes to it uh, into one of the pockets, um, and he's sitting there uh, with his wine, uh, kind of swirling it and sniffing it. And Una goes up to the bar and orders for like shots of a very nice whiskey. Mm-hmm. She pushes two over to him, kind of turns and takes a shot. She goes so. 
He looks at it and... You ever heard of dimensional shackles? Picks it up and takes a drink of it. Like he's as he's drinking it, you say that, and he just goes. Kind of <laughs> um, excuse me, uh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> I'm Una. How are you today? Oh, uh... I imagine. I imagine this is the camera is facing the bar, and and this happens, and you see Yin in the back walking up with his drink, and hears that, and turns around and walks. <laughs> um. <laughs> He's heard this story enough times that he knows where it's going. Uh, he says, my name is Falcone. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um, and he says, uh, and he says, um, apologies for m- perhaps my naivety, but uh, what are dimensional shackles? Well, let me tell you a story about how I got these. And I give him the story about how I found the dimensional shackles in the Undernation. <laughs> And he says, and, and this whole group of people lives in a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. How it's not, definitely not someplace you want to go. He says that sounds dreadful. Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing? <laughs> he says, uh, <laughs> apparently mixing wine and whiskey and chatting with a delightful stranger. That always goes well. And she flies down a little more whiskey. All right. <laughs> Uh, we'll fade the black there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, it is a new day. The sun. The sun rises. A uh, chicken crows, which are you know cock a doodle doos, whatever you call that. Uh, rooster. Rooster. Yeah, a rooster crows. Uh, a boy chicken. Uh, a chicken cock a doos in the distance. <laughs> um. Uh. It is day 57 of the year 700. Great exile. Uh, all of you can remove your level of exhaustion. Yay! Uh, I imagine um, Amani's probably downstairs first, because is who Amani is as a person. Uh, and you're delighted to find out that this, this uh, inn does, in fact, have coffee. Delightful. And so you're on your third <laughs> cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you understand the oh no! <laughs> uh, when uh, Yin and Shivani come down the stairs, ah, <sighs> good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I trust you both rested well. Mm-hmm. Try the coffee. I did. I did sleep well. I think there was some late night falconry with uh, for Una, but other than that, I'm guessing she she rested well as well. Uh, uh, a uh, a a kind of rumpled but still elegant looking half orc comes down the stairs. His hair is all messed up, and his eyes are slightly <laughs> wide. Uh, and he kind of walks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and he passes your table, and you just hear him mutter under his breath. He says, "Dimensional shackles." And then he, <laughs> uh, and then he he, he leaves. Uh, and a few minutes later, uh, Una comes down the stairs, looking happier than you've seen in a look in quite a while. <laughs> oh my! And I sit down. I go, "Ah, oh, God, feeling good." How many uh, platinum is breakfast? 
<laughs> it's included with the cost of our room, darling. You don't need to pay. Oh, oh great. Oh, great. Excellent. Um, yeah, they bring you over uh, uh, coffee, uh, and then for the non-vegetarians, like a rasher of bacon, uh, and then like eggs and potatoes, uh, and uh, fresh-baked bread. Whenever we get bacon, my first instinct is to feed it to Kyle. Um, he's in the pet god pantheon now so he's (laughs) he's such a good kitty yes hi (laughs) such a good deity so who's um, the best deity uh, all all rested up and fueled up Uh, what do you guys do with your day in farpool You've got four days left uh, before Shivani gets her new arm. We're going to look for some noble people? Try to find a governmental building. I think we could probably just ask the bartender, or the, the innkeeper. Um, uh, so you ask the innkeeper, says, what, what sort of governmental building are you looking for? An important one. Um, one that we could speak to about land in the local area. Possible immigration for a large group of people. I'm going to guess that would be the uh, the embassy department. Uh, just go to the castle um, uh, and ask uh, and ask for an audience. Uh, with the duke, and they'll get you sorted to where you actually should go. Actually, that's probably a good question. What's the leadership uh, like around here? You have a king? Uh, a queen, yes. A queen, okay. But it's a, it's a, so it's a monarchy? Is there a system of nobles? Is there a yeah. parliament... Um, there, there's a, he says, uh, you really are new to, uh, new to Avolia, huh? Oh, you have no idea. Uh, yes, no, there's the High Queen, uh, uh, and then of course every city has a Duke, um, and, uh, and then, you know, um, usually each city also has some sort of, uh, mayor that represents the people's interest to the Duke. Um, and of course, you know the duke holds more than just the city. They, you know, they hold also the lands around the city and are responsible for collecting taxes and, you know, the well-being of the people within there, of their duchy. Okay. And then, roughly, how many, how many cities are there in the in the nation? Or are there countless, just lots of them? Well, there's three major cities, but. Um, uh, What's your favorite? <laughs> Probably the one they're living in. No, no, it might not be. <laughs> he says, um, he says, uh, I've always been fond of the, of the capital myself. Uh, he says, uh, he says the, uh, the Alabaster City, as we, we lovingly call it. Uh, he says, uh, he says, you've seen the white stone of the castle. He says, surely you could not yeah. have missed it when you came in. Uh-huh. He says, the entire city is made of, of such stone. 
And what's the actual name of it? Or is it the Alabaster Sea? Um, he says, uh, uh, it's, it's called Crest Claw, but, um, we, the locals call it the Alabaster City. I'm the He says, uh, he says it is the historical, uh, the historical, you know, home of Avolia. Uh, he says the other... He says the other large city is a port city on the south side. Um, oh. He says, uh, he says, uh, Wellingham. It's is, uh, it's about the same size as Farpool, but uh, you know, south. <laughs> well, thank you very much for the information. Or why would Silence of the Lambs on my accent on that one? <laughs> Thank you very much for the information, Clary. Um, oh dear. He says, um, any other questions about our, our great nation? Yes, what is your favorite fish restaurant in the city that we're in? Favorite fish restaurant? Well, I want, like, some good tuna. Uh, the hook and scale. Uh, he says it's down by the docks. It's a little more. You know, they do they do um, kind of fried fish with like uh, mm-hmm. fried potatoes. Um, have, have I want like good fresh fish. Have we lost Caitlin? No, I'm here. The video oh. doesn't work, so whatever. Okay. Done messing with it. You're a little robot. Yeah, it does. Everyone's still, so it doesn't. It's not working for me. I can hear you guys. Okay. Um, all right. We'll, we'll we'll try Zoom next week. We'll figure out what we can do for that. Uh, um. Uh, anyway. Um. Uh, well, uh, if you want something something fancier, uh, like straight from the ocean onto my plate. Do you want it raw or cooked? Some of each. Uh, well, he says there's Carvichis. That's uh, he says that's near the castle, the finest, finest fish meal in town. Excellent, Giovanni. Let's hit that on the way in or out. <clears throat> Never at lunch time. Around midday, certainly. Thank you ever so much for the information. Well, uh, hospitality is my job. <laughs> So. Alright. Uh, I, I just want to mention because Shivani only has to uh, rest for four hours, mm-hmm. she would have used the other four hours to copy Knock into her spellbook. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Awesome. You never know when you need that in a, hostile, a potentially hostile country. Mm-hmm. I love. I love. So we're level six now. What are the chances we'll never need it again? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) It's just, you know, a very important multi-use stuff. So, uh, you guys take off from your inn. Um, 
What do you do? So we just head directly to the embassies. To the embassy. Go to the embassy as long as there's nothing super interesting that distracts me on the way. <laughs> um, well, you are pretty close to that area, so uh, it's not too far of a walk uh, before you oh, get uh, to a building that's just outside the castle gates. Were we supposed to meet the captain at 6? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Yeah. Oh, okay. Back at the bar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, <clears throat> uh, so, uh, you, you walk into this um, kind of um, like modest-looking government building. Uh, uh, as you come in, you're greeted by a person behind a kind of a large desk. Uh, th- this building is made of the same stucco and clay roof as most other buildings here in town. Um, a uh, kind of uh, breezily dressed uh, elven woman sits there and says, uh, how, how may I help you? Yes, good morning. Uh, my name is Lady Shivani of House Chamaktara. I am an ambassador of the Under Nation, and uh, we wish to speak with someone who might be able to help us. Uh, we are interested in, in possibly uh, bringing our our people to your lands. I give I, I nudge Una and go. Gave herself a bit of a promotion, didn't she? Una <laughs> I mean, just trying to stress this out. We'll make fun of her later. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. I mean, we are all representatives of the Under Nation. Mm, that's true. Ooh, we have official really badges and everything. You do. Persuasion 23. Nice. Um, she says, uh, um, and what is the Under Nation? Ah, yes, you see. We are from uh, a subterranean nation on the uh, the continent of... Finagra. Finagra. We are not part of the Kamenova Empire. We've been we somewhat like isolated for the last several centuries, and are just finding our way back out into the world. She says, just wait here for one moment, and... She gets up and leaves at the door behind her. Did she seem suspicious? Angry? Um, aroused? <laughs> uh, more just, um... It was a lot. It was a lot to, to take in all at once. <laughs> I were from a place you've never heard of under a place you don't like very much. Yep, and <laughs> and we'd like to chat with your leader. Um, out walks a uh, a uh, kind of a, a an, an attractive looking like uh, middle aged man. Uh, he's gonna got uh, uh, <laughs> uh, like brown skin, kind of short uh, curly hair that's like turning gray. Uh, Brown eyes. Uh, he's got a pair of like kind of uh, wire-framed glasses on the edge of his nose, um, and uh, he comes out and says, uh, 
Hello. I'm Gavin Caskbo. And I... And my, uh... My, uh... Assistant here tells me that you've got quite the story that I would be interested in. That is such a bureaucrat's name. It's not even funny. <laughs> Why, yes, Mr. Caskbo. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, I am Lady Shiv- says charmed. Uh, he, says, um, he says, perhaps, uh... Perhaps the four of you could come back to my office and tell me all about this undernation. I'm picturing Jimmy Smits from uh, <laughs> NYPD Blue. <laughs> like, he's like a black Jimmy Smits, yeah. Yeah. Is that a darker Jimmy Smits? Is Hispanic? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alright, so he, uh, he takes you back to a well-appointed and spacious office. Um, there's a... Uh, Kind of, uh, he's got like a desk, but he's also got like kind of like a conference table that's got like uh, uh, a half a dozen chairs around it, and he uh, sits. He he pulls one out for himself, and then kind of gestures for each of you to do the same, uh, and sits down. He sits. We I sit. Make yes. introductions. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, are you still there? Yep. Okay, so listen, Sheriff, because we can't see you anymore, and you haven't said anything in a while. Um, <laughs> so, so why don't all of you introduce yourselves? I, I've, as I said, I'm Gavin Caskbo. He says I. Uh, he says I am one of the uh, one of the foreign ministers uh, here in Farapool. A pleasure, Minister Caskbo. As I said, I am Lady Shivani of House Chamaktara. These are my companions. Uh, my name is Imani Arshanon. I'm the Zymond of the Gate. Zymond? He says, I've never heard that title before. He says... Uh, it means she's dope. Means Guardian, what? I guess you may translate it as. Although, it means a bit more than that to us. Hmm. Dude! <laughs> um, my name is Yufir Bezkorni. I'm a cleric of the, the goddess Gwenly. Your name is what? How does... The Oh. He just said Biscorny. I was like, what? Oh, no, I must have cut out. No, I was like, how does that... What? How does that make Yenfair Biscorny? But you can call me in if you like. Most do. Particularly Una. Una, introduce yourself. Uh, I was waiting for you to be done, honestly. <laughs> I'm from Luna Vokori of the Volanat. I assume you've heard of us. We're kind of a big deal. <laughs> he shakes his head. He uh-huh. says, the Vonat, um, he says, uh, is this uh, Undernation royalty then? or No, uh, we're from Sisterus no. over in Rustica. Uh, he says, oh, Astica. He says, uh, never been, but I'm familiar with the map. Sisterus, he says, I believe that's north of the Elf lands that are north of Carthalia, is that correct? Exactly, very good. Yeah, yes, he says, well, he says, all that tuition for private school paid off. Apparently. God, I hate this guy. <laughs> Shivani digs this guy. Um, they're, they're on the same level, this is great. Uh, he says, so, um... So, if my uh, assistant said it was correct, and uh, it sounds like you all come from somewhere underground 
within the bounds of the Carmenova Empire. Well, yes. They do. I've visited for a little while. The three of us. Una is a, a somewhat special case, uh, some sort of magical mishap she found herself amongst our, our people. But the rest of us, yes, are from the Undernation. Uh, it's a, a small nation of a few more than 2,000 individuals. We've been living beneath uh, the mountain in uh, on a Funagra for about 700 years. Since, since some, some manner of calamity befell the world. And, um, Whatever that means. Yes, we've just recently started to make our way back out and discovered, much to our surprise and chagrin, that there was an empire in the surface above our our our, our, our home, and that and this they empire was us a lot. Quite hostile. They, they yes, the Carmenova Empire does not care for anyone that's not a citizen. Mm. They, so we are looking for a new homeland for our people. And it's not just a whim that we're looking for a homeland for our people. We did learn that the empress of the Carmenova Empire has actually been actively killing off explorers or at minimum trapping them until they die of old age to keep us from leaving the Undernation. Straining them up like puppets. That happened. We saw that happen. It was definitely all her. Mm -hmm. He says you speak of this empress as if I mean, is the Empress even real? She makes a pretty mean suit. We have met the Empress, or at least someone claiming to be the Empress of the Carmenova Empire. We were her guests for a short time, before we realized that she meant to simply imprison us for the rest of the remainder of our lives. Says, yeah, guest was a very polite way of putting prisoner. You, yeah. you said you've you've met the... He kind of uses air quotes. The immortal Empress Zoraya of the Carmenova Empire. Yes, or at least someone claiming that name, yes. Fascinating. She's certainly incredibly powerful. She's a very, very gifted arcane user. I mean, Shivani, what was it that you said you think she's a... Well, I have my personal theories that she's a dragon, which would explain her age and her power, but... The, uh... Also, I know I said it before, very mean stew. He says she cooked for you personally. Yeah, we cooked together. She also took over your mind. Yeah, but I remembered it afterwards. Twice. After you had a remove curse. Yeah, so? That's pretty distinctly different. He, he kind of steeples his fingers. He says, so what can you tell us about the Carmenova Empire? He says, the inner workings of it are a mystery to us. They trade with us only out of necessity, and even then do not allow us outside of their docks. Large rural areas we pass through, some larger cities, um, very advanced uh, arcane technologies of what we were able to see, uh, airships. He says, now cities, um, we, uh, we only know of a few cities, um, he says. We know, of course, of... Uh, towns, one city, other towns. He says, we know of uh, their capital, the city of Crimson Flowers, Skull Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those are the two that we visited, He yes. says, Greencliff. Uh, we were going to go there, but then our captain got kidnapped. Uh, and then he says... And, uh, and then, of course, Thousand Waves, which we never go to. Oh, no, nobody goes there. 
Well, we're not allowed. We're not allowed a thousand waves for whatever reason. Even though it would, even though it'd be far more convenient for our people to trade there, we are forced to go to Skull Hill, Greencliff, or, or the city of Crimson Flowers. Well, there's guys. I really want to go there. The Carmen Ovens are pretty much universally awful. So he says. Um, no. Are there any other cities? Have you seen the map? Mm, no. No. Do we? Not of the Empire. Well, you, We've you just just saw saw somebody, like, a passing. little map. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did? You you saw one like yeah. in passing. Um, oh. They don't seem really surprised when you don't want to murder children. So they don't seem like really good people. They certainly have a chip on their shoulder. About non-goblinoid races. He says, what What did the Empress tell you about this? <laughs> he says... You have more insight into the into the workings of the Carmenova Empire than anybody anybody on this continent. Well, she wouldn't play cards with us. Why aren't you so interested in them? Because it's a big power to the what? West, east. He, he says because he says uh, <laughs> he says uh, uh, as the foreign minister. He says, let me tell you. He says the Carmenova Empire is the biggest threat to Avolia that I can think of. He says, Why yes. are they a threat? Do they send out war parties? They haven't yet, but he says, uh, he says, I don't know if you've kn- know this, but they have these powerful airships. He says, have they? No. He, he says each a of them are ship. each of them are a floating fortress that are imbued with magical powers beyond the capabilities of our most powerful mages. Next thing you're gonna do is you're gonna tell me they have spell guns. They do have spell guns. Quite. <laughs> Can I roll insight on this guy? Absolutely. Well, that being the case, it would seem that we have a shared adversary. And I'm um, certain that if you were able to help our people, we would be more than willing to help you in return. It's really only this. about 2,000 people. 25. 2,500 people. No, 25 no, was what you got on your insight check. 2,500 people. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Caitlin, imagine it is 1966. And, uh, like, a group, of, a, a group of people, like, came into America being like, yeah, we were in the middle of Russia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we met he's Stalin. A, we met Stalin. <laughs> like, what's that? He's a warmonger, basically. He's no. looking for a reason to pull. No, oh, he's just very curious. Like you get the idea that there is like a deep animosity between these two nations, uh, and he is very concerned by that and wants as much information about that as he can get. Mm. He says, "I don't like him." He says, <laughs> um, "He says, uh, he says, our biggest concern is that the." Uh, the Carmenovans are going to be are perhaps building Ooh. up an, an invading force there. He says behind their cities. He says, and well, the, they'll come over and wipe us out. Uh, he says, I think well, that their aggressive goal is to make sure that no one bothers. Them. They do they seem want, to be very yeah, isolated. So I'd say if you bothered them, that'd be a problem. Yeah, if you give them, and then they'd be very aggressive. But They're if kind you of zealous. Um, but at the same time, their security is kind of shit. It took us two seconds to get out of it. Their, <laughs> their heart is the, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Sell? Sell. Sell. Present. Well, we also got incredibly lucky and were caught like six times. So, you know, maybe a... Yeah, by a lawyer. At any rate. He says, we have, uh, we have no intention of invading the Carmenova Empire. Or they believe them. that you want to. He says, but goblins, not. by their very nature, are warlike. See, and that makes me understand why they hate you. Doesn't doesn't confuse me at all. Come on, eh? What? I mean, that's what the Empress said. They hate humanoid species because they've been murdered by them. I yeah, that's true. The they're, they're very concerned about people who are unlike them because they have been treated bad by people who are unlike them. Exactly. So it's best to avoid them when you can. And also, but that is, get back to what we were talking about to begin with, the issue that these people from the under nation are dealing with. They are stuck in a big fucking hole in the middle. Sorry, excuse me. A big hole in the middle of the ground. Hmm. And they are non-goblinoid, so they cannot leave of their own free will. Uh, but they, we feel like we can get them somewhere where they can be safe and maybe bolster you in case there's any aggression in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he says, I'm... He says, I'm going to level with you. I, I find the whole, the whole, this whole tale, he says, um, incredible and fascinating. And he says, I believe that, you know, you said you have, what, 2,500 people? Ish. Yes, not sure on the exact He count. says, uh, splitting you up into three groups of approximately, you know, 800 and spreading you out among our cities, he says that, that shouldn't be a problem for Avolia. See? We're good! He says, this how- is so easy! He says, however... He says, the one yeah. concern we would have is... Would this be a provocation of the Carmenova Empire? If we house, yeah, you, know. if we house you here... Would... Will they be upset about it? They would be more than happy for us to get the fuck out. Imani, tell them about your teleportation plan. They wouldn't even know. <laughs> Yeah, so it's underground, and the entire area is surrounded by a fire fence, uh, so that no one can get in Excuse or get me, a out. a fire fence? It's a very tall wall that's made out of fire and kills things. His mouth kind of pops open for a second. He says, and how big is this wall of fire? Very, 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 are we talking like 300 feet, 500 feet? Like around the base of a mountain. Wait, up or I think we around. figured it out at one point, but I don't remember what the number was. It was like three and a half miles around, I think. Like two, it was like hundreds or thousands Diameter. of miles. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Several hundred miles. It was really fucking big. Height wise, what? It was thirty feet tall. Yeah, something like yes. that. And permanent. I, yeah, I think I calculated too. like. It was um, actually real quick. I can, I can do it real quick because I've got a map that has it on there. Um, I got a map with a ruler that I programmed to work. Uh, hmm. So its circumference is like three hundred miles, or its diameter. So uh, 
diameter circumference. Two pi r. Uh, two times pi. Two times pi. Times 150, so 300 times pi. It's like a thousand miles circumference, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, he he sits there when you when you tell him that he kind of sits there in stunned silence for a moment. Are you okay? A huge, a huge amount of resources to dedicate to keeping people in a hole in the ground. He says, he says magic shouldn't magic be, should be possible on that possible. scale. And yet... Well, dragon, possibly. That's mm, dragons are not that strong. Probably some sort of... Godly action. I was going to say, didn't we figure out they have some gods that the rest of the world doesn't? <laughs> a couple. There's Chalik. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Chalik. <laughs> I mean, we share all of this to let you know that I think that if our people suddenly disappeared, it'd probably be the best thing ever to happen to the Carmen. He says, so if, probably they, thank you. if they want you gone, why not just collapse the caves that you're in? They've got some weird, we don't kill people, we're better than the humans thing going on. Very better than thou. He says, but surely if they could build a thousand mile wall of fire, they could just teleport you away. I don't know. We were, we've been in a hole for our entire lives. It's been five days. <laughs> I don't this know has not been five days. 57. <laughs> 57, my bad. It's day 57 of year 700, okay? He's, he says, what? what? Year 700? They, of- they have a different calendar because there's no seasons or really light or sky at all. It's weird. It's hard to get used to. I kind of gave just, up halfway it's, through. It's just 700 years that we've been in the under nation since the calamity. Oh, he's not yeah, sure what, what happened 700 years ago? Um... He says, uh, well, 700 years ago, he says the, uh, he says the Fanagra Island had a catastrophic volcanic eruption. Huh. Um, really? You guys, this calamity was a fucking volcano? Uh, he says, well, he says, island. um, he says it was quite, we were pretty sure it was, uh, some sort of divine punishment, because it wasn't just one, he says, uh. All four, all four of the volcanic peaks of the Car- of the uh, Funagran Island erupted at once. Huh. Well, maybe, that was uh, maybe that was the Empress taking power. Um, <coughs> as, uh, Potentially. He says we still actually have some uh, some people that are descended from the inhabitants of that original island. He says, really? Pe- he says, oh yes. He says, people that were on ships when it happened had no home to go back to. He says, they're... Humanite? Oh yes, yes. He says, their great, 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 great grandparents came over here from there. He says, I think all of the, uh, all the countries in the Obsidian Rim have some of those inhabitants. Do you know any off the top of your head that you could put Shivani into contact with? Because Shivani's hurt. Well, I don't know that it's necessarily of any importance or use at this you point. You might learn time. something interesting. 
And if they have any records from that time, we might know a little bit more about them. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, he says, well, history books would be very useful. Uh, he says, I don't know if we have any history books. Um, he says, uh, he says, but, um, he said, there, there is a, uh, a, uh, a cleric. Uh, he says, um, uh, her name is Yibin. Y-E-B-E-N. Uh, she's, a she's a gnome. Uh, she worships, uh, well, I think it's the same one as you, Yen Gwinnelly. Really? Huh. Um, That's the first time above ground I've heard that anyone worships Gwinnelly. Uh, I mean, granted, it's it's more of a shrine than a temple. She doesn't really have a lot of uh, followers, but uh, I would I would talk to her if you if you are looking for more information about about uh, your previous, your previous nation. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. That is very interesting. Um, he says, uh, he says, as for the year, though, he says, it is the year 778. Huh. So you guys have the same calendar as us? No. No, they're off by 78 years, darling. Um, I figured it'd be like 2000 or something like that. So what year is it? Oh, he in, says, um, uh, he says, of course, now that is, of course, the calendar that our country uses. He says, there are still those that use the old calendar. He says, it is 2411 by that reckoning. Hmm. Uh, he says, but it's been, uh, he says, 778 years since uh, the day of the tentacles, as they call it. <laughs> uh, he says, when all the old gods disappeared and the new ones arrived. I never heard of that. How interesting! It's not at all all my fault. I really, I really wanted to see Caitlin's grumpy face reaction to Day of the Tentacles, though. I know. Day of the Tentacles. Grumpy. Funny. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, tentacles. There's more than one day. It was like a good solid half a week. (laughs) (laughs) It was. He says, anyway... uh, Yeah, but after 700, almost 800 years, it's still remembered as... That's something. I mean, the entire world saw these huge tentacles erupt from a hole in the sky. Like, that leaves an impression. (laughs) Yeah. And all the gods disappeared, as far as they know. They don't... And new gods started popping out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Some of them literally. Remember when he made one? Um, <sighs> he says, uh, it sounds like perhaps uh, a lot of that history didn't make it into the, into the Undernation. No, unfortunately. Uh, our, our libraries and histories were somewhat limited by what we could salvage and take with us at the time. Oh, it would be very interesting to reacquaint ourselves with a more extended uh, history of the world. That's for certain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you have a library around here? Uh, he says yes. That's what it's called, right? Library? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He says, are you, a, mm-hmm. are you an avid reader yourself, Uda? No. Shivani likes the books, though. 
I would also appreciate some. He books. says, "Yes, yeah, so we have a library next," and he says, uh, "Next to our university." Fantastic. Well, um, he says, "He says so." What? Um, he says, "The, the as, as nice as this as this chat has been." Let me put back on my civic servant hat for a moment here, and he actually literally reaches down and pulls out a hat and he puts it on. I slap it. No. <laughs> Does it have the word civic servant on it? <laughs> no, but it is very it is very arcane and odd looking. <laughs> um, Do they says, make you wear that? What's that? Do they make you wear that? Uh, whenever whenever I'm in official business, yes. Hmm. Interesting. Why are they so cruel? <laughs> Una, darling. He actually laughs out loud at that. He says, I wish I had an answer. He says, you know, <laughs> it's funny. We all consider it a great privilege to earn the right to wear one of these hats. But uh, the elephant in the room is that it is, in fact, they they are qu- quite hilariously outdated fashion ones. And they seem a little scratchy, too. Um, he says the feather's nice, though. Um, yeah, no, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's very impressive. Um, he says... You know uh, what they say about big feathers. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, he, uh, um, he says, uh, but in the in my official capacity as a foreign minister, he says, um, what, uh, what, what, what official petition are you making of Avolia? A petition of amnesty for the entirety of the under nation that we might come to your land, um, integrate into your society, purchase lands, set up uh, businesses, put our, ourselves to use as, as parts, of your, uh, parts of your country. Yeah, do you have a sort of system for refugees? Well, we'll also have to check with our people to make sure that they're willing to make that big move. But... We'll just make them. It's fine. I mean, that's the whole point of us coming out here, though. Um was that we wanted to leave. Um, And he says, and you are acting as a duly appointed representative of your nation? She got the patch. We do indeed have the patch. Oh, are you guys still wearing your patches? Yeah. Very fetching. He says, is your patch like the hat? He says, uh... Yeah. Something along those lines. Uh, Yes, we're going to get... If we die, it's pretty cool. We are here to explore and uh, open negotiations. Uh, I think it would be only right that we get in contact with the um, with the council and make sure that they approve any final. Oh, of uh, course, of course. You know, they'll have to be in a. They'll of course have to be an official treaty, and um, yes. you know many particulars to work out. He says, however, I think this is a uh, a fetching idea. I think. Um, you know, your people are being oppressed by the Carmenova Empire. Then he says, we, we cannot stand for that. He says, uh, of course, there is the issue of whether or not taking you in would be a provocation of said empire. But, you know, that's for the committees to hash out. Um, he says, but uh, we'll, put some, we'll put a little mustard on this, as we say here in the uh, civic council business, and try to get this moving fairly quickly uh, through the chambers. He says, uh, he says, optimistically, I think we should expect a response in two to three months. Oh my god. That's very optimistic. Thank you. Is it optimistic? <laughs> Three months? What is, optimistic? is there a reason it would take 
that long. Oh, he says that's uh, that's pretty quick as far as uh, you know bureaucracy goes. He says I'm sure there's. There'll be, of course, people that argue for no. for refugee asylum status and against asylum status, and and then, of course, the issue of the Carmenova Empire and whether it's a provocation of them. Yeah, we've we've got uh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, it should be some sort of expedited pathway for people who are under threat of death, though, right? I lean over to Shivani and I say quietly, but not that quietly. Maybe we just stay under the mountain. Well, let's be fair here. Two months is, two to three months is not that long of a time, given that it's taken us 700 years to get this far. Wait, would negotiations with the other nation begin almost immediately and perhaps last two to three months, or would we have to wait two to three months before you even talk to their people? Oh, he says, no, no. Um, he says we should have the uh, the um, I mean, we would need that. We would need to. He says you are representing them. Yes. Yes, they are. I'm here to hit things. Can I help with my hammer? Um, he says. <laughs> uh, he says, um, and you have the ability to sign treaties for your nation? Mm, I have to confer on that. Um, he says, well, I tell I you I assume what. you would when you communicate with them through Ian Fear's magic. He says, we will, it'll be a few weeks at least before we're at the point where we could even enter into official negotiations. You know, obviously we have to get that step approved, but, um... He says, uh, perhaps we can bring one of your... If you can't do it, perhaps we can bring one of your delegates here. Do you have people who are gifted in teleportation? Um, he says, oh yes, we do have some very powerful mages. Can we perhaps contact them? Your, your mages? Our mages? Yeah. Uh, Just some side business stuff. Something I'm curious uh, he about. He says, well, you know, the university does have a mage tower. He says, you should, you should go there. Talk. Okay, cool. Yes, excellent. We shall consult them to see what services they have on offer. Thank you ever so much, uh, Minister. Is there anything else you need from us at this junction? Um, just the, old, the four of your signatures here under this uh, this preamble for uh, open open talks towards asylum status for one under nation. The slides. All of us. Whatever, whichever of you represent the under nation in this matter. I think the three of um, us, not necessarily no. you, Luna, yes. And as as I'm signing, I'll ask for directions to the Yebin. Yeah, he gives a shrine. Okay. Uh, she's kind of she's in the oh. southwest side of town, kind of near the slum area. Okay. Uh, Imani's not going to sign it until she's read every word. Is yeah. it long? Uh, you read it. It's. It's a lot of fluffy language. That, it's a lot of fluffy language that basically just says, "Hey, we're going to talk about you guys becoming asylum or having asylum status with us." Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, and with that, with that little milestone uh, in your belts, uh, you guys uh, leave the government office, head back into the streets, uh, with even. Even more interesting errands ahead of you, and that is where we'll end the session today. Hooray. What time of the day is that? Uh, at this point, it's it's uh, like mid afternoon or mid mid uh, like noon. 
Okay. So a fish restaurant. Yes. Right. <laughs> Next time we start off with some fishes. Yeah. <laughs> Where we role play lunch. lunch. <laughs> we role play lunch. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be a two and a half hour session of role playing lunch. <laughs> yeah. I go back to the buffet. What do I get? Roll an investigation. That's awesome. And you, everyone, leave your pants, surely. 